0: Here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now
1: is Jake Robbins, a former Major League Baseball pitcher with the Cleveland Indians who spent time with six different organizations throughout his career. His last stop was with the Chicago White Sox AAA affiliate, the Charlotte Knights. Since retiring before the two thousand and eight season, Jake has continued to stay involved with baseball by helping young players as a coach and teacher and is the vice president of showcase Baseball Academy. Jake is a husband, a father, and a follower of Jesus. Jake, thanks so much for joining us. how are you
2: uh, i 'm great uh, it 's good to be here
1: all right man we well, 're glad to catch up with you and uh, of course, it was opening day this week and, and baseball is is back in, in full swing so what kind of memories come back for you during this time of year?
2: Oh man, it's it's ex- exciting times. Um, there's a lot of excitement around the game. Opening day is like no other day uh, during the year. Um, it, everything's at its peak. You know the fans are excited. They're glad their teams are back. Um, spring training is always a good time to get back with your teammates. Um, get on the field. Um, work out some soreness you're always lot you know really sore during camp getting putting the cleats back on but opening day um there's there's really no other day like it I mean, when the turns get then the lights get turned back on um you have a fresh start to a new season everybody's excited coming out of the out of winter uh putting in a lot of work uh in the weight room and, and getting prepared for your season so um i think the the biggest or the most fun piece is getting back together with your teammates and and competing again um, uh, for a new season.
1: Absolutely. And so as a former player, how how closely do you follow Major League Baseball and kind of what's your approach to to keeping up with it?
2: So um, the first few years out of playing, um, I didn't follow real closely as far as what the league was doing and who was winning. I followed my buddies. Yeah. And you're always pulling for them. So, um, you know, growing up, I was a New York Mets fan. You know, mm-hmm. Even though I was here in Charlotte, North Carolina, I was a Mets fan. And uh, I think probably because they were winning at that time with Dwight Gooden and Darryl Strawberry and, and you know, all those guys. Uh, Lee Mazzilli, who I actually had an opportunity to play for. as uh, He was a manager with us in the, in the Yankees organization. But uh, I kept up with my buddies. And then uh, here recently, as the game has changed, metrics have become – more important, uh, not just velocity, but spin rate from pitchers and launch angle from hitters and the velocity of uh, the baseball off the bat, those things have have made the game more interesting again Hmm. uh, here in the last couple of years. And so I've started to follow really closely because I find it interesting, but also as we lead our younger players at Showcase Baseball Academy uh, to get to the next level um, you have some of those uh, pieces of technology to uh, that need to be incorporated because that's where the game is really
1: going. Yeah, we're, we're talking with Jake Robbins here on unpacking it. Well, I'm I'm curious to hear that that those metrics make it more interesting to you. Why Why is that? I, I think it's because you can um, you can
2: measure uh, success and you can you can measure um, the growth in a player. Not just through velocity, but through you know, hey, your spin rate off the mound on your fastball is 2100, and the major league baseball average is 2250. How can we, um, how can we gain a, a, a better spin on your fastball, or how can we increase your spin on your breaking ball? Hmm. Um, how can we get more depth out of your changeup or your or your two seam fastball? And so you start to be the the kid can now see it on a screen right in front of them. And we know how kids like their, their Apple phones and their iPads and their computers these (laughs) days. So it brings the kid back uh, with, with some of the visibility as to, okay, this is what it felt like out of my hand when I'm throwing the baseball. This is what it says on the screen. What if I tweak this grip or put a little bit more pressure on this finger or you just it it it, allows, it brings the kid back into, uh, I guess what we talked about earlier, excitement in the game. It really brings some excitement back to him, but when he when there's some visibility as to what he's doing, not just what it feels like.
1: That, that's fascinating to think about. Jake Robbins, our guest right now on unpacking it. He's a former MLB pitcher, and and so let let's talk about your playing career. And and I'm always interested to hear guys' stories when when it comes to either baseball players or golfers because. The experience to get to the highest level is a lot different than than other sports. And so, what was your experience like in the minors, and and what kind of commitment does it take to really persevere and 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 ultimately get to the big league? So,
2: um, it took a long time.
0: <laughs> <It>
2: took me <laughs> Took me ten years to get there, and and uh, it was a dream of mine from from the age of five years old. My mom asked me, "Hey, what do you want to do when you grow up?" And I answered her, I want to play Major League Baseball. And so she proceeded to ask me two more times. And each time I said, I want to play Major League Baseball. So from the age of five, that's what I wanted to do. And really, I played the game my entire career. Um, It it was fun to me. I didn't see it as work. Um, Of course, we were getting paid, but I didn't view it that way. I enjoyed getting to the ballpark every day. Uh, I enjoyed being the first one there. I didn't mind being the last one to leave. I just love being at the ballpark. Yeah. Um smell of grass, you know, the sunshine, you know, just you can relax in the outfield before stretch and just it's a, it's a it's peaceful to me being yeah. at the ballpark. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed. So so literally the game was fun. Um you obviously have some stressful times, you know, when your numbers aren't what they uh, you want them to be. You uh you know, have some stressful times when you know, your shoulders a little sore or your elbows tweaked or you know your hips don't feel that great, but you gotta figure out each day what do I need to do to get ready tonight mm. to play. The the journey was long but honestly fourteen years went by really fast. Wow. And um the little bit of time that I got in the big leagues it was you know obviously a, a lifelong dream of mine to get there. But I enjoyed playing every single day. Uh, from from rookie ball, the dungeon down in down in rookie ball, where you're there stretching at seven thirty eight o'clock a.m. and you're done at four or five o'clock that afternoon. And if you can get through rookie ball, you can play anywhere. But um, <laughs> all the way up all the way up through the big leagues to where you know you're eating two steaks on an airplane if you want. You know, it's anything you want at your fingertips. So, but the game never changed. It was, it was always fun. I've always enjoyed competing. Uh, my grandma taught me that playing hmm. checkers he never let me win <laughs> so, <laughs> I so that was a feel to me very young <laughs>
1: that's funny my my grandma she was the most competitive playing games too that's hilarious to hear so i got my competitiveness from my grandma as well uh, jake robbins our our guest right now former major league baseball pitcher and and so you you mentioned it was a, a short time in the majors and but but you achieved your your dream and and plenty of players spend you know years in the minors and they never get to the big leagues. I want to hear kind of just about that the the eighteen days, but but specifically, I I know for you, you believe that that your dream coming true, making it to the big leagues, wasn't just for you.
2: Correct. Yeah, the who I am is different than what I'm doing, right? Or or. um you know who I am in Christ is of most importance, and I think that's the most difficult piece for an athlete to retire. Whether he got to the big leagues or not, or whether you got to the, you know, the the peak of the NFL or basketball or golf, um, people aren't going to remember what we did on the field, but they do remember who you are and, and your character, and uh, and what you stood for. Uh, who you, you know, what you're, if you're a man of your word or not, people do remember those things. And so I personally believe that God has given all of us a plan, plan to prosper, a plan to succeed. His plans for us are good. And it's a matter of finding that plan, that path, um, and walking it out. So, um, as you and I were talking earlier, everywhere we go, we're ministering in everything we do mm. and try and, and I want to make an impact in someone's life, so, you know, plural, someone's some, everybody's life that I come in contact with every single day. So um, who, what we accomplish for Christ is eternal. Right. And, and mm-hmm. as opposed to what we accomplish you know, for ourselves is only temporal here on this earth.
1: Mm. What a great perspective from Jake Robbins here on unpacking it spent 18 days in the majors and so i hear your perspective now which is a a powerful and important place to get to for for all of us regardless of you know what we're chasing or what we're trying to accomplish to, to recognize that it's it's more of a heart concern and, and god looks at the heart beyond all of the things that we accomplish but but at that time you're you're you know you're, you're in the minors you're, you're chasing this dream of getting to the the majors what was your mindset then and and, and to to say okay Here I here I get my chance. I'm I'm pitching for the Indians, and then after 18 days, that's it. And and you don't make it back to the majors,
2: right? What's interesting is the following year in 2005 actually had a better year statistically, and followed that up again in 2006. And both, you know, it's all about opportunity. And in those two following seasons, um, hardly anybody in the bullpen got hurt. Um, There was no need to call up um you know 31 32 year old veteran reliever uh to you know for a pennant chase so you know opportunities um didn't necessarily come Mm. um even even though i'd had better years statistically um what's interesting about uh that question is i remember along the way in double a with the new york yankees i was um our team was in norwich connecticut that um, I really, uh, almost took the opportunity to quit. And oh. so anytime, anytime God has put something in your heart to do the enemy, Satan's going to come to try to steal it. Mm. So I guarantee you, anybody you ask along the way, all from Michael Jordan to, uh, Reggie Jackson, uh, to anybody, you know, any of the great golfers, I guarantee you at some point along the way, they almost quit. Mm. And it's because the enemy always comes to try to steal your steal your dream. He, number one, he tries to steal your joy. Yep. And then he comes to steal your dream and, you know, tries to take away what God has already put on the inside of you to accomplish. So it's a fight of faith, right, and um, to accomplish what God has put in your heart all the time.
1: Amen. Good word from Jake Robbins here on Unpacking It, former pitcher, uh, spent time uh, with six different organizations throughout his career. and And so – even though you, you had a nice career and, and to, to even make it, uh, to spend one day in, in the major leagues is a huge accomplishment, but, but I, I, I read that you believe you're a better teacher of pitching than you were actually on the mound. So, so how did you realize that, that you have that gift?
2: So um, after the 2006 season, I was with the Cincinnati Reds, um, came home. And started to prepare for the 2007 season, Um, and a buddy of mine was catching my bullpens. He was opening up a baseball facility, and I and I uh, just started to teach kids, you know, pitching and throwing them batting practice, and just being around the game in that way through the winter of 2006, going into 2007. Well, that 2007, I went back to play, finished the year, or finished that year with the Chicago White Sox here in AAA in Charlotte, North Carolina and um i really enjoyed being around kids teaching kids the game um i, I tease sometimes you know we, we almost become a psychologist sometimes you know because everybody's heard the the uh the quote i think it's a yogi berra quote that uh 90 of the game is half mental right or something <laughs> like that well i believe 90 percent of the game is confidence for kids at mm. the amateur level and then once you get paid to play, then it becomes 90% mental. Mm. So a lot of times I'm working with kids it has nothing to do with their, uh, with their mechanics of pitching or their physical attributes or how they're moving their body through their delivery. It has everything to do with confidence. And so if I can build in, in, into a kid, greater confidence, and if I can ask kids questions, that, that along the path of who the Bible says they are and they start their eyes open and then they say, Hey, this guy, this coach, he believes in me. Mm. And then when you can get, when you, when a kid sees that you believe in him, the sky's the limit, right? There's no ceiling. And so, and it goes back to, you know, God has put a plan in place for each and every individual. Right, and this is a matter of finding out what that plan is, and and um, and you know, just supporting each other and believing in each other.
1: Strong, Jake Robbins, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former Major League Baseball pitcher, and and now he's a a coach and teacher uh, with the the organization Showcase Baseball Academy located in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, and so, Jake, you, you've talked a, a, about your faith and, and how important it is in, in you know, who you are and, and what you do and, and being able to, to impact others, not only as a, as a coach, but, but just people that you interact with day to so, day. So as you look back at your life, what are some of the, the seasons that, that you've experienced and whether those are challenges or, or just seasons of life where you've really seen your faith grow? What, what contributed to that, that season of growth?
2: You know, in Hebrews it says, "Without faith, it's impossible to please God." I think that's in Hebrews eleven six. Um, so, I've always been taught to always have a faith project or to always be operating in faith. So, um, there, there's uh, you know, in times of, I, I never had surgery. Thank you know, I thank God for that. I, I never had any long periods of time where I was spent on the disabled list or I was injured, but. There were a couple of times in my career where I felt like man I need, I need a touch from God or else I'm not going to be able to get on the field tomorrow night you know as a, as a starting pitcher um and so you you work your faith in that area you you're having difficulties in relationships with your with your manager or with teammates or and and um and you put your faith out there that those, those uh, relationships are reconciled. You know, John 10.10 10 says the enemy is always coming to kill, steal, and destroy. Right? Mm, that's right. So whereas right. God comes to give life and give it more abundantly. At points in my career, I would say the greatest is that story I gave earlier. I was in A and I called my dad and I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. My faith in my dad on the phone that day said, you know, God put this plan in your heart. He gave you this desire. You know, It's, it's one day at a time. Right. We're not, you're not going to quit now. Hmm. So in my faith had to go into operation to see it through during that time. I've, I've always been taught follow the deepest conviction of your heart, stay with it and, and then trust God in it. So I think if, you know, if there's any message that I can get across to someone is find out what God has, what's his plan for you and stick with it. Don't give up.
1: Amen. That That's, that's absolutely great advice from Jake Robbins here on unpacking it. Former major league baseball pitcher, uh, and, and now as a coach and a teacher. And, and so uh, along those lines, as far as, you know, learning from experiences, what about just in your own, you know, personal growth and, and, and time with the Lord and, and studying what, what have you been maybe learning recently? What, what has God really been teaching you and, and laying on your heart?
2: Here recently, uh, we've been doing a Bible study, um, uh, on the character of a of a man and who God wants us to be. And we mentioned a little bit earlier as far as everywhere we go, everything we do, we're ministering. But even more recent, um, I've been studying on the love of God, mm. His love for us, and also what love is. In 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, love is uh, gentle, love is all these things that it's sometimes difficult to walk out when somebody's screaming and yelling at you or... <laughs> When, the, when an umpire makes a bad call, mm. right? And you want to run out on the field and say, "What are you thinking?" My one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is James one nineteen: "Be slow to speak, be slow to wrath, and be quick to hear." Mm. So, mm. the uh, people will know us by our love, right? And yeah. I think sometimes the definition of love kind of gets skewed, and people think well, love is just accepting everything and accepting everyone. Well. The Bible says to come as you are, but it doesn't say to stay as you are. Hmm. I I believe in progressive revelation. I believe in God wants us to continually increase and continually grow spiritually first. Right. But he doesn't care about just our spirit. He cares about our soul and he cares about our body. So he wants us victorious here in this earth. So um, I've been studying on the love of God and, and how much he loves us and you know, he doesn't just love the Christian. He created every single one of us.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
2: loves, you know, the the greatest murderer of them all. Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, right? And yeah. then God changed his name. To, you know, he, he made a U-turn. God changed his name from Saul to Paul. And so you're talking about a man who murdered hundreds of Christians, but yet writes two-thirds of the Bible and has accomplished so much for the kingdom. Right? Man. So it's not just about what I'm doing, but it's about what God did for what Jesus did for us and, uh, and, and his love for us. And then when you know his love for, uh, for you, when we know his love for us, then that love in our heart will manifest in the greater way.
0: Man,
1: that's powerful, powerful stuff from Jake Robbins here on unpacking it. And, and Jake, man, really appreciate you. Uh, you sharing all that. And, and, and as we, as we wrap up, uh, I've been asking my, my guests this question recently uh, because my, my wife and I were, were due with our, our first child uh, coming up in a few months. And, and so I know that you're a family man and a husband and father. So what's your advice to a, a first-time dad? What, what kind of wisdom can you share to, to me and, and also our listeners today?
2: Um, it's funny. The, I, I had this advice given to me. And it was change as many diapers as you can. Huh. And I'm thinking change as many diapers as you can. What is that? Like, what do you mean? It, it's, it, and I have two daughters, they're, they're two and four. And, um, my first daughter, I mean, I she's, I think she slept on me probably three quarters of the time because my wife was so exhausted from giving birth and so exhausted from breastfeeding. I, I was, I wanted to be there for her. Um, and so I changed diapers all the time and she slept on me at night. And so, um, I we find that whoever wakes up in the morning with their, with, with the, you know, both of them, that's who that our children tend to to run to the most that day. Hmm. So kids that from the very beginning of the day, the first one they see, they they almost feel like, you know, there's an attachment there. And so you don't want the attachment just to be to you. You want it to be to both of you, but spend as much time with them. You know, those first five years are the most formerly formidable years of their life. Changing diapers. I always said, you know, we didn't have kids until seven years into marriage. And I said, you know, I can't wait for our kids to come along, but I'm not changing any poopy diapers, right? <laughs> well, I can relate. I, I've changed, you know, I've changed, you know, hundreds of diapers and, and I'm so glad that that uh, advice was given to me because you can feel that, that connection, the love that you have for your, for your children is like no other love. Um, but I would just say, be there, be present, be there you know, as much as you can, because it's a, it's a blessing from the Lord.
1: That's awesome. I'll, I'll take it to heart and, uh, appreciate that. That's a good, good different word, uh, from, from Jake Robbins and, and Jake, man, Great catching up with you. Really appreciate you being on the show today and enjoy the start of the baseball season and, and wish you the best with everything you're, uh, you're doing with Showcase Baseball Academy and, and all the, the people that you're able to have an impact on. So thanks for being a part of it, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up again soon.
2: I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure, and uh, you know, God bless all the things that you're doing and, and the impact you're making in so many people's lives. I
1: appreciate you. A- absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. There's Jake Robbins joining us here on Unpacking It.
0: For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit That's unpackinit.com. That's U N P A C K I N I T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpackin' It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackinit.com slash donate.